Good evening. This is the Listening Room Philly. I'm Priest Alica. It's hot. It's July the 3rd. I'm not going to stop. I'm just going to let you know to each its own.
Ladies and gentlemen, and others, you wanted the best, you got the best. For the best in music production, call 484-472-2600. Studio JP3. Introducing the Restroom Kit, your personal care kit when traveling. The best solution for personal care when using public restrooms. When nature calls, the Restroom Kit was created to be used in any restroom away from your home. Each kit includes an oversized seat cover with rear pocket to support stability and alignment, one yard of three-ply toilet paper, hand wipe, and flushable tush wipe. Small enough to fit in a purse, pocket, your backpack, or car travel kit. Go to therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. Yes, indeed. This is the Rich in the Room Philly. I'm Priest Alica. I am doing July the 3rd because, like a few hundred of my friends said, we have nothing to celebrate at all. So instead of arguing with anybody about specifics, history, and all that stuff, I decided to just play some Hollywood squares. Check me out, man.
portion of the beef One quarter pound of chicken feet A guapa, that's your desire Is fried in the
Introducing the Restroom Kit, your personal care kit when traveling. The best solution for personal care when using public restrooms. When nature calls, the Restroom Kit was created to be used in any restroom away from your home. Each kit includes an oversized seat cover with rear pocket to support stability and alignment, one yard of three-ply toilet paper, hand wipe, and flushable tush wipe. Small enough to fit in a purse, pocket, your backpack, or car travel kit. Go to therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. This is the Listener Room DC. Oh, Listener Room Philly. I was in that jam. I forgot what city I was in tonight. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think JP gonna bring me back to Earth. Where do JP? That's all good. It's it's close enough. (laughs) It's close enough? Yeah, it's close enough. That's what I was saying. Yeah, man, when it's gonna stop raining, man? When it's gonna stop killing all the plants, man? Man, the plants can't take all I mean, that. It was actually pretty. It was actually pretty nice up here today. It's hot, hot and humid, but it was it was uh, uh, sunny. Yeah, I mean it was all that, but the plants can dry, and then it turned around and rained oh, the next day. You know what I'm saying? They don't get an opportunity yeah. to dry, but, but it's all right. Some go there, some go die. Hope that mm-hmm. I don't have to cry. You know what I'm saying? So what's the <laughs> word, man? Yeah, that commercial sound nice, and I like it. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, yeah and you, know, know. Uh, you know what I mean? Thanks for the tip on the voice, because that definitely would be help, too. Yeah, well, you know, yeah, somebody sure. trying to get out here for being yeah. a helpful person. Okay. Yeah. I want to be a helpful right. person. See, I don't just want your money. I want to be helpful. You know what I'm <laughs> Yeah, because you're going to keep me around for a number of days, hours, and years. Correct? Oh, yeah. So I don't need a yep. paycheck. Sure. I need a financial source that's going to, you know, good contract for a year or two. You know? <laughs> but, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's different That's different than a paycheck, a financial source. That's different than a paycheck. <laughs> I, yeah, I never had one in 40 years. That's what my friend came man. in told me the other day. He said, man, just because of you, man, I ain't had a job. 40 years ago or something like that. And I said, uh, how you doing? I said, how you doing? He said, thanks to you, I haven't had a job. I said, oh, because I would have took it negatively. You know what I'm saying? But he ain't broke. Right. He ain't broke. <laughs> if it don't, if it ain't. That's all, if it ain't all broke, good, man. Shoot. That's it. Keep it real. So he just came over yeah. to smoke me out, make sure I was smoked up and stuff like that. It was pretty much okay. He wasn't yeah. complaining. Yeah, so that's what it is, JP. Let's get famous. Let's do some stuff all the time. Yeah, yeah. I called you today because I was at the spot, House of Herbs, here in D.C. Yeah. I, I was talking to a couple of owners and partners or whatever, and it just mm-hmm. busted my head. Like, man, we just, because one of the owners, he's a, a genius like you, writes music, just plays mm-hmm. out, you know, and write like that. And I said, what would it uh-huh. be like? to put this music together at the playground, give it to people for free, just, you know, make up yeah. some stuff, you know, the way we do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then bring them over to the house of earth that night. Well, you know, they got mm-hmm. their fee and all that at that point, but that would be our practice would be the playground. Yeah. And that would also draw a little crowd so they know where we're going. Get them warmed up. Yeah, you know, get us warmed up. I don't know about them. 
See, the musician yeah. got to get used to impromptu jobs. Because remember, yeah. in the world where I come from, people call you in the middle of you eating dinner and saying, yo, my drummer ain't show up, man. And we go on the stage in 45 minutes. And you're going like, right. okay, now what do you right. want me to do? <laughs> well, I'm going to email you right. this music, man, and jump in the Uber and come do this with me. So that's all you get. You get to listen to the email while you're in the Uber to the music. And you're going on stage <laughs> in front of people in, in 40 minutes or less. You dig it? So right. you can't say oops. You got to act like you was part of the band the whole time. The Correct. whole time, right. Yeah, you got to be on your chops, as they call it. But anyway, I'm not complaining. I'm just getting myself ready to get back out there. So I called you, JP, and be like, yo, you know, can get some young people, man. You know how I always do. And use it. Use yeah. the time to, you know. Yeah, because young seem like he can really write. But to be determined. So, I was so happy, yeah. man. I called Mr. Raw, man. I called Mr. Raw. I was like, yo. I got y'all got to find me. This dude is like tight. He said, man, just, I'm sending you my email, man. Come on. Send me the music. Let me hear what he got. Because, see, that's what we do in our yeah. business. In the business part. See, the business part is not just on the radio talking, but it's like, work. can we get each other connected, get our businesses connected? Can we get some work? Can we get some commerce? Some work, you know? that's right. Yeah, because we boy, we're doing, you know, whatever we're doing to get an income, we need a little bit of something else. Mm-hmm. Don't know what it is, but just a little bit of something, something. Okay. Yep. So now I'm going to just have a. Oh man, yeah, I'm gonna have a change of heart. You ever had a change of heart, man? Sorry. You ever had one? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so of course. You 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 understand it. Check it out.
Kit, your personal care kit when traveling. The best solution for personal care when using public restrooms. When nature calls, the restroom kit was created to be used in any restroom away from your home. Each kit includes an oversized seat cover with rear pocket to support stability and alignment, one yard of three-ply toilet paper, hand wipe, and flushable tush wipe. Small enough to fit in a purse, pocket, your backpack, or car travel kit. Go to therestroomkit.com. That's therestroomkit.com. Ladies and gentlemen, and others, you wanted the best, you got the best. For the best in music production, call 484-472-2600, Studio JP3. This is the Listen to Room Philly. I'm Priest Alica. I'm doing something over here. JP trying to get me under control, I guess. JP, what you saying? <laughs> nah, go ahead and be go ahead and be free. <laughs> be free? All right, man. Let me see what DJ Smith yeah. have to say about that. Can we go ahead and be free, brother? Ah, uh, well, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, JP ain't never going to, you know what I'm saying, JP will let you just be reckless. You know that. <laughs> oh, Lord. Get JP is just going to let you be reckless. He's like, go ahead, brother. Go ahead, brother. Go ahead. <laughs> be free, man. <laughs> yeah, I got to get some insurance. Now, I well, you know, well, you know, my mother used to have this saying, right? May peace be upon her soul. She used to say that you could be free until you're a fool. Mm. Mm. Don't be no fool. I'm just gonna let that I'm just gonna let that marinate. You ain't gonna get me to say nothing, man. <laughs> My mama was like your mama. So it was like <laughs> if you heard if you heard what she said, then you'll be on the right side of everything. If you heard. That's what I that, that if you the heard. kid that the, the kids the kids be saying, You heard they don't know they got that from our <laughs> mothers, man. They they don't know that. Okay, you heard because they was they were short on words if you was not paying attention. I'm gonna go back to being quiet. Keep on speaking, but I like that. That's the Fourth of July type of stuff. The old people tell you something, make you shut your mouth. Oops, please. Continue. <laughs> yeah, so you know, what I'm saying you know, uh, you know, just like you know, just like a lot of people's you know mother, you know, that was you know old school from back in the days. My mother had her own language. She had a certain way of talking and saying certain things, I guess, you know, that maybe other mothers may say, maybe they didn't. But, you know, that was one of my motherisms that I grew up with. Your mom, uh, but, your uh, mom can claim it. Your mom can claim it. I'm just saying that we learn from the same ruler or belt or broomstick. Okay, I'm done. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> but, you know, what's on my mind today and whatnot, I was just, you know, I was having some some interesting uh, conversation, well, somewhat, and uh, you know, reading some interesting commentary. I don't know if y'all y'all heard, but uh, you know, Charles Barkley, you know, has everybody in the uproar right now because Uh-oh. he said that he yeah he said that he was going to change his will because you know he went to Auburn. That's his alma mater, you know. And in the wake of you know the uh, Supreme Court doing away with affirmative action, he said that he's going to change his will. His will had previously said that he was going to give $5 million to Auburn 
for scholarships for disadvantaged youth. Right? He decided to mm-hmm. change that. He decided to change that. Now it's going to be basically for disadvantaged black youth, which to me it should have been that way all along, but okay. So a lot of people are kind of in a bit of an uproar, at least on, you know, one of the websites that I like to hang out on and, you know, have some fun with the white supremacists. Yeah. Uh, I, I, didn't know they were to, I didn't know they were allowed to do that. Yeah. Allowed to do what? I know, I know NBA players were allowed to uh, specifically help black people. I thought that was a uh, no-no well, for NBA players. Well, uh, see, see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, we say stuff like that, and a lot of times from a, you know, from the view that we have, it sure does seem to be the case. You know, whether it's yeah. an NBA player or just a, you know, a, a black person of means, let's say, yeah. you know, across yeah. the board. Whether they be a, mm-hmm. you know, a, a, a somebody that you know as a public figure or somebody who exists privately, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. both sides, black and white, we bash them for it. You know what I'm saying? Now the white people use it as a sledgehammer against you know black folks because they'll say, you know, uh, now you know who I'm sure that you guys y'all know who Neely Fuller is, right? One of the things that I got from him, and it's very true when you think about it, white supremacy is always going to take both sides of the argument. So in a situation like like this, the white supremacists will say, you know, should should the black person of means be apathetic? Should they, you know, care less about, you know, should, you know, if they're self-centered and all they care about is, you know, buying their next Lamborghini, then it's like, well, you see, you got other black people that don't help each other. Y'all don't even help each other. You got these people over here, all these people, blah, blah, blah. Y'all don't, they don't put no money in to help the rest of y'all. All right? That's one side of the argument. Then you have, in this case, Charles Barkley, right? He comes along. Mm-hmm. He says, all right, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. All right? I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give my bread. I'm, I'm going to flip this around, and I'm going to give my bread for the benefit of my folks. Right? Then it gets called racist. Oh, that's racism. You can't only focus on, you know, one specific group of people, right? He's but married to a white these woman. Arguments, I'm sorry, I guess. He's married to a white woman. Well, yeah, but regardless, regardless of who he's married to, this is what he decided he wants to do with, you know, a portion of his money, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I'm quite sure that Charles Barkley is worth whatever he's worth, right? But he decided to give, you know, this portion of his, his money for this purpose. And because of this uh, gesture, you know, a lot of people seem to have, have an issue with it. Now, I'm just focused on the gesture itself. Now, Barkley has done a lot of dumb shit, right, over the years. He's been on the wrong side of a lot of stuff, and he's been, he's been, he himself <laughs> has a lot of times been an agent of white supremacy. Yes, he has. Along with a bunch of other folks that are in the public arena. Right? But there's one particular gesture that he decides, you know, on this occasion he's going to try to do something that looks like it's right. You know what I mean? 
the same folks that would say, well, this is what you should be doing to help your own folks. You help your own folks. Now they call you racist for helping your folks. Because while you have scholarships for any and everything, I mean, you know, I went to, they have a website called scholarships.com. And I went to scholarships.com just to see, you know, the type of scholarships that they have. And you would be amazed of the specialized uh, uh, niche uh, things that they have, uh, you know, that people could gain, you know, scholarships for that are very, very, you know, specialized, that are for that are targeted, let's say, for particular demographics. All right, let me, let me see if I can give you a quick example. Um, the one that made me laugh the most is they have a scholarship for tall people. Did you know they have a scholarship for tall people? I didn't know that. Yeah, just just if you're tall, they got a scholarship for you. They got a scholarship if you're left-handed. All right? Thank, God for, thank God for America. <laughs> All right, they 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 got they got a scholarship if you uh, are the parent of you know uh, uh, how can I say this um, if your wife gave birth to multiple uh, multiple uh, children your there's a scholarship for that if you're one of those multiple children there's a scholarship for that um, if you are homeless or formerly homeless there's a scholarship for that. There's a scholarship for duck calling. There's a scholarship if you were a farmer. There's a scholarship if you like to fish. You get my point? Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. That, all, look, right. all that's cool too. <laughs> and that and that's only a few of them. That's only a few, bro. That's only a few. Mm-hmm. All right. So people really only get up in arms, as we well know, when it's something that you know, uh, has to do with black folks. You know what I'm saying? Anything that has to, anything, anything that has to do with black folks gets the white supremacist up in arms. Anything. I don't care what it is. Okay. okay. Then they have um, to listen to statistics. Oh my bad. No, go ahead, bro. I was about to say something. No, go ahead. I'm not gonna say they they have to listen the white supremacists to whoever they think they are. They have to listen to statistics about how black people, black women in particular, they, you know, they're they're so much more educated than white women and this and that. They just don't want, as you well know, they just don't want us to get ahead on anything. I think it's a, I think it's very noble of what Charles Barkley is doing, especially since he's married to a white woman. You know, not not that that matters, but you know, it looks it looks good on his part to the hood. <laughs> you know, because he 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 he's from the hood like everybody else, but um. They don't want us to get ahead on anything. On Absolutely. They talking about Absolutely. they talking about these black towns, all these black towns that are being built. I'm like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, such and such building this town, building this town. Okay. They gonna look at that and be like, oh yeah, like everybody forget, everybody forget the early 1900s when they were just burning down the towns of, of, of affluent black folks, you know. But yeah, I think he, I think he's nice. I think that's good for him doing that. Is this is this part of the uh, affirmative action thing that's going on in the Supreme Court? Well, 
I would say it's somewhat of a response to it, if you want to, you know what I'm saying? I would, I would, I would put it in that context. You know, I think, I think if it, I, I would venture to say, you know, uh, you could take this the way you will, but you know, had the Supreme court left affirmative action the way that it was, Barkley wouldn't have took this action. Okay. Okay. You know, uh, he, he wouldn't, you know, so you, you know, you take that every, whichever way you will. Okay. Cause, um, I was having coffee this morning with my favorite lawyer. I'm really trying to get her on the air, right? And uh, she's a phenomenal black woman, phenomenal on every level. So now she was saying to me that she was so interested in, she teaches law, she was interested in the Supreme Court decision that she went to FedEx or whatever and downloaded 135 pages of this decision. She's taking 30 pages at a time and reading it over coffee in the morning. Because she okay. said black people don't know the, the ramifications of what this law is going to, it's going to initiate a lot of stuff. And we're not prepared yeah, for what's going to happen. Yeah, it is. Okay. Well, yeah, 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 she's right about that. She's right about yeah. that because I, really, I already see the big picture. You know what I'm saying? I already see I you know, I already see the big picture. Um you know, but once again, you know, the irony is, you know, the focus always being on black folks. You know, but right. I digress. Go ahead. No, no, because listen, the, the every decision that people make on those levels is so that people of color, black people in particular, indigenous people in particular are not allowed to cap those resources. Okay, that's right. Yeah, you don't get to tap them. Okay, mm-hmm. so by the time you get the opportunity to tap the resources that's designed for you, you are one in ten thousand. One in ten thousand. So you're gonna have to work for somebody that's not like you. Okay, when you get these type of education. You're stuck inside of white supremacy again. You with me? Mm-hmm. Okay. So of course they ain't gonna let you do nothing with their money. Cause their money stays inside the circle for ever and ever and ever. They don't never let it out they self if if at all possible. Okay. So once you join them, like Mr. Barkley did, you join them. So your money can't go out. Cause they will bankrupt you if you put too much money into black people in particular. Right. Okay. Right. Because black people are the project. See, we're the project. Right. Put them in this position, let's see how they act. Put them in this position, let's see how they act. Let's do it for 10 and 20 years. Okay. Because remember, they, these people brought crack into the communities and pushed it out on people that was weak-minded, weak constitution, just weak. And those people not only killed off generations of people, they still talking about the old days why they themselves are now the drug addicts. Right now. Right. Okay, the people who sell the most drugs, doing the most dirt, is the ones on drugs right now. And now nobody told you, you got to live with all that you're doing. And your spirit ain't going to let you live with that. So you got to drug out like all the people that you got money off of and you drugged up. Yeah, but see, Tyrone got himself together after you drugged him up. 
He got his family together. You on the tail end of you killed all these people, man. Right. Okay. With these drugs. Okay. And once again, I'm going to say, giving licenses to known drug dealers that sold millions of dollars of dope all over America, you do not give those people a license for medical marijuana. Don't get them because they will sell the people anything. That's what the drug business mm-hmm. is. You sell them anything. You're giving these people a license so they can use old distribution routes. They can use their old connections and just switch products. Now, that's a that's a good game to switch products. You know what I'm saying? But no, the behavior that people got in the drug business is not what we got in the marijuana business. We don't have that behavior. Okay. So it's a clash. Okay. July the 4th, it's a clash. Okay. Oh, from my house, they have 13 head shops. 13 head shops in the walking area. 13. What? What's a, th- what's a head shop? The herb shop. The dispensary. Okay. I'm just making sure. No, I'm making sure too because I thought when we, <laughs> when we created the MORE Act, some of us people actually created the MORE Act, we thought that you had to be like, you know, X amount of people apart, not around school buildings, you know, 71 compliant. Okay? Mm-hmm. If, if people go and check it, they'll see that, you know, we wrote this paper. A lot of us got together high, as usual, and we write these law papers and make it go through because that's part of our way of living. So now I walk up nine blocks. Let's call it nine blocks. There are 13 that I see shops. So I walk into all of them because I'm over 21, so I can walk in there. I'm looking at the people that's dispensing the herb, and you know that Tyrone was a drug dealer. You know, you can look at his face. You ain't buying no weed from him. Are you crazy? You catch what I'm saying? I, I kid you not, bro. So they, you know, they came to D.C. with give the, the, the herb business to the drug dealers, and they'll make the revenue come up. People are walking around young, smoking splits in the street. You know you're not 21, okay? I came out the coffee shop today after talking to the lawyer. I walked into a cloud of some nasty. I'm like, they must be spraying this herb with cannabinoid because the smell is nasty. It don't smell like mm-hmm. herb. You dig what I'm saying, JP? All right, I'm done. It's July mm-hmm. the 4th. I'm getting out of people's way because I told my friends I would get them some of the music that we listen to when we have in July the 3rd. Cause we never make it around to the fourth. We we all tired on the fourth. We we want to take a day off, so we start on the third. Get some funky music out like that, like that. All right, I'm gonna leave that furnace action alone because I never need it. I just you know I got a degree when I was 60 years old, so I guess I was smart enough to do the damn thing, as they say in the movies. All right, good. You can't go to college. Call JT three. Get that music out there, get you some money, go back and pay for your own tuition. Stop begging. There you Stop go. Stop begging. All right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm going to leave people alone, man. All right, anything else going on, with, um, gentlemen, while we out here? 
Shout out to Charles Barkley. I ran into him at the uh, at the uh, um, Chipotle. Oh, wow. <laughs> He okay. like he a nice guy. He eats food? I didn't know, bro. I did not know. I said, yo, what's up, Chuck? Chuck, Chuck cool. <laughs> you know what I mean? Shout out to Chuck for trying to help out the people, too, for real. Yeah, man, That's get in some trouble. Get in some trouble. Get in some trouble, Charles. Get in some trouble, brother. Mm-hmm. It'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Throw some money on it. All right, JP. I'm done. I'm going to leave man alone. What do you say, DJ, since something <laughs> going on this week, bro? No, man, well, I guess we have to see as the week progresses, you know what I'm saying? There's always a lot of stuff. By the time I get to the end of the week, there's so much stuff to talk about. I'm quite sure they'll drop a couple of more things as we go forward. And, you know, uh, we have to, you know, we have to recap a couple of things because, uh, you know, they're always uh, uh, put putting out a little bit of news, but not too much. And, you know, people's, you know, people get your story all backwards. So <laughs> we got to try to keep it all together. So stay tuned. Alright, I'm gonna leave it alone. It's actually the day to take the trash out, but the trash can't go out because everybody off on July the fourth. Which means we gonna have a lot more trash. I'm done, man. <laughs> Let us keep living, man. You know what? I'm out of here because my children looking at me like we better take this walk and get something to eat. I'm gonna let you know that love for sale, man. Donald Bird. <laughs>